Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. I'm doing something a little different today. I'm actually recording this and video recording it. And I've never done this before because one, I just felt like podcasting was one thing and then YouTube videos are another. But I've been recently actually watching YouTube like podcast videos. I actually really like them because I can put them up on my TV while I clean. And I also get a bunch of comments randomly of like people who have either been following my TikTok for a while or my Instagram and they'll comment and be like, oh my gosh, I've been listening to your podcast. I didn't even realize like this was also you. So I just thought it'd be fun to kind of like string the two together if you've never like seen my face or if you've never listened to my podcast, it kind of kills two birds with one stone. So yeah, that's what we're trying out today. My not so typical obsession of the week this week is actually a really good one. I've been waiting to talk about it all week. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, I have my phone with me. So you get to see the behind the scenes of that. (laughs) But let's get started. We're going to talk about the wellness trends in 2023 that I think just got to go things that I don't love, not even just wellness trends, but just like lifestyle trends. So that's what we're talking about today. But my not so typical obsession of the week this week is investing in yourself. And this kind of goes along with what I was just talking about, like filming myself on YouTube and like starting a YouTube channel for not your typical. I feel like maybe in the past me, I'd be like, oh, it's just so extra. Like I don't have to go the extra mile for it or It's expensive to rent out a studio, which is what I chose to do. And even if in the long run, I decide to get a studio to record the podcast or even investing in equipment for the podcast, like I just lately have been trying to go the extra step to invest in myself because the reason I think that it is important, and I'm not even talking just about like money investing, even just your time, your self-talk is a way of investing in yourself. If you're actively trying to change your conversation in your head from a negative conversation to a positive one, I feel like that's a version of investing in yourself or being super protective of the time that you spend with people or things that you say yes to. Like there's many ways to invest in yourself that's beyond just like buying things or renting a studio, but that's kind of what sparked the conversation in my head this week was that I obviously took a risk to rent the studio out and I'm really happy that I did even though it's very nerve-wracking like I feel like I'm like shaky for some reason which is funny because I obviously film for YouTube every week like I film almost every day of my life so you would think that 
because I'm very comfortable, I guess, behind the camera now and comfortable behind the mic that mixing them wouldn't really do much. But I think it's more about just like not wanting to mess up and things like that. But you never know. You never know when you're going to like lose an audio file or the camera's going to die, just things like that. But I'm also not trying to jinx that today. So that's my not so typical obsession this week. Investing in yourself. Maybe that's time going the extra mile to do the habits that you know that make you feel good or making sure that you're prepping your fridge with a bunch of stuff to have throughout the week. There's many ways to invest in yourself, like I said. So I'm going to try doing more of that every single week and like let that be the theme of every single week going forward. My next topic, if you're actually new to the podcast, we have not your typical obsessions, dislikes, and then my word of the week at the beginning, and then we get into the episode. But my dislike this week is letting outside things that I have zero control over like ruin my day. And there's actually a specific story for my week that I wanted to bring up for this. And we're actually in Arizona right now. As I record this, we came in town because it's my best friend's birthday tomorrow, Katie. We're doing like a whole weekend of festivities for her, for her, my voice cracked. But right before we left, we, okay. So we've had our brake light on our car for a very long time. And Hunter and I have been meaning to take it into the dealership. Like by the brake light, I mean, there's actually like the emoji that pops up on your car screen that tells you to like go take the car in. And we got the car in a dealership in Arizona. So every time we're in Arizona, we're like, okay, we need to take the car in. I shouldn't even admit that because now, you know, it's been like a very long time that that's been up there. But in California specifically, we've just never been to a dealership. So it just seems like so annoying to like find a dealership, go to one, just, you know, nobody wants to fix their car problems. And it felt like just like a routine thing that like pops up on your dashboard. I didn't really think anything was actually wrong with it. And then this week, right before we were about to drive home to Arizona, our car started making a weird noise, like our brakes. Obviously we knew that the brake thing was on. So we ended up taking our car into the dealership. And this was like right before we were gonna leave. We had our bags packed. We were ready to go, <laughs> like we needed to be in Arizona. And we get there and they're like, okay, we have to replace your brakes. We have to do an oil, whatever, and all these things. And it's going to take all day long. And it's also going to be $2,500. Pretty much that ruined our morning. Like we were just like, are you serious? Like it honestly isn't the money. It's not the time. It's not the change of plans. It's honestly just the fact that we didn't take it in. And it got to that point. Like if we would have just taken the car in before, probably would have been way cheaper and we would have been able to plan ahead not being able to leave that late in the day you know what i mean so this was just like a whole wrench in our plans which we didn't let it affect us which i'm grateful for like i think hunter and i have learned a lot in the past couple of years of just like how to react to things and like you know what what are we going to do not get our car fixed we have to so what we actually ended up doing was getting the car fixed getting it back at like 5 p.m and then driving to arizona so we didn't get into arizona until I think it was like 12:30, and then I went to bed at two and then I still got up to spin this morning. So it's been a day, but I guess it's not even that big of a not your typical dislike because I didn't let it affect my day as I feel like I probably would have like a few years ago. But obviously it still like every time I think of it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw up because of the money and the waste of time and just everything. So that's obviously my not so typical dislike, but it's also a lesson of the week to not let things pile up and like let things get to a point of procrastination that it becomes so much worse. That's something that I even struggle with with work. I feel like I procrastinate so much, like I'll get an email that I know I have to respond to and I just don't want to respond to it. 
and I push it off and push it off until it like you just have to do it you know what I mean it becomes such a bigger issue if you push things off so I feel like that's also something you guys wouldn't have assumed of me because I do talk a lot about like my career and how much it means to me and obviously you guys see me posting online all the time so it's easy to think like oh my gosh she has such a structured schedule she is so efficient with her work but so much goes on behind the scenes and I think that's just even bigger of a reason why if you're watching a YouTube video or listening to someone's podcast like you just see such a small percent of life and even when I try to show as much as I can and talk about as much as I can it's still going to be really hard because there's just so much you know time in the day and like time in a YouTube video to talk about things so that's something I'm definitely working on procrastination letting things pile up and then also letting things affect me once they do pile up because I'm human like I know I'm gonna make mistakes so we just have to let the mistakes happen and learn from them that's the big picture is as long as you learn from the mistake it's not a mistake so that's been my obsession dislike of the week my word of the week this week is just to enjoy like we're in Arizona and I'm so excited I'm excited to celebrate my best friend I'm excited to see all my best friends so we're just gonna enjoy our weekend and go to all of our favorite restaurants but let's get into the actual topic. I have a list of, I think, like seven different topics. These are all the wellnessy lifestyle things that I think just got to go for my life. Or just social media in general, like the very specific trends that I constantly see and either I've never given into or I have given into. So I'll explain that. And I just don't think that collectively they should be on social media anymore. And that's just my opinion. I feel like I always have to say that it's my opinion because obviously I don't know everything and I'm very open to the fact that I might have a different opinion than someone else and that my opinion might not be right for someone else, but I make the decisions that I make for me and I feel like they're right for me and that's why I share them. I would never share an opinion I was like back and forth on or if I was, I would definitely be open about that. So yeah, that's my only disclaimer of the episode. Also, I feel like I should also say that I thought of things that I've never talked about before because I don't want like this to be the same as some other videos that I've done that are very similar or other podcast episodes I've done. So let's get into it. The first one, greens powders. And I know what you're going to think like, Caitlin, you've literally talked about greens powders before. I understand. It's not the specific powder that I hate. Like I'm not a hater of greens power powders or any specific brand. I think the idea of it being like a cure-all is what really bugs me. Like, first of all, I think that most of these like videos we see of people talking about greens powders and using it every morning as like this thing that helps them so much, it is one usually an ad, I feel like. And I think there's very many influencers and people who come on the internet and talk about things organically, even if it is paid. And I think that's great. And that's up to you to decide who you trust and who you feel like you have maybe built a relationship to or you've tried out products that they've talked about which makes you feel like they're obviously talking truthfully so you just have to be wary of the fact that sometimes when it is a paid ad it might raise a question like is this legit or maybe let's dig into it deeper and not just trust the first thing that's thrown at us and then decide if we want to buy it or decide if it is going to work the same way for us because Again, like I'm not against the actual green powder. There's many green powders that I like the taste of and I feel like it does give me like a boost of energy, whether that be a placebo or the fact that there is some vitamins in there. I personally don't take a greens powder every single day. I'll let you know if that changes, but 
I just get my fruits and veggies and vitamins like through food. And I don't find the need to constantly be buying like a greens powder. If I have been sent it in the past, I've definitely used it. But it's just like that idea that it's a cure-all just doesn't really make sense to me. And I feel like even beyond just like the green powder trend that we see everywhere, I think just in general social media, like when we hear something's like a cure-all, that's where I'm like, eh, I don't know about that because like everybody's different. Are you a dietitian? Like that was just the first thing that popped in my head. My next one is funny because this is actually something Hunter and I were talking about on our drive up from California to Arizona. And that's making more lists than we're crossing the tasks off. And what I mean by this is I was talking about how I feel like I honestly waste a lot of time. And the first thing that comes to mind when I think of wasting time is me over planning things like in the morning when I wake up and I have my coffee and I go lay down and I want to like write in my journal and write in my planner. I don't want to say it's a waste of time because it is a way that I start my day and it's a way that makes me feel good. And I constantly tell you guys that lists are a great thing to add into your routine and a great thing to make you more on track for the day. But I feel like me personally, it's almost a way to procrastinate. And this might have to do with the fact that I'm very much a perfectionist and I love like writing and getting new journals and things because I was telling Hunter, I'll literally write down my whole list and I'll get to like the last one and I'll like move the pen and it like makes a mark and I'm like, I got to start the whole page over. And that is such a waste of time. And that's just me. First of all, it's a waste of my journals. Second of all, it's a waste of time. And I feel like when I waste time over planning and like, wanting to make it so strategic that it's like not leaving enough time to actually get the task done that's a trend that i feel like it's good to an extent like we always see everybody talking about their lists and their daily routines and like being able to check everything off at the end of the day that's great i'm all for it but to an extent i think we have to just kind of let things go as they go and like just get started that's the most important thing even with a wellness journey i think when we get started on something and we have this goal in mind at the very beginning, it gets so exciting that we're like, I wanna plan out everything. I wanna write down my grocery list for the week. I wanna watch a bunch of YouTube videos, plan out different recipes. I want to plan out my workouts for the week and research about my hormones and research about if I should work out on my period or not. You know, there's so much that goes into it. And I think that can get really overwhelming. So sometimes it's like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's just get started. Let's maybe even if you think of it as starting a business there's so much to learn that's great like planning to an extent is great but at some point we have to just like jump in and that's the hardest part i always tell people like especially when i tell them to like try spin it's always like oh my gosh it sounds so hard like i don't know like i want to but it's so scary and I feel like I've heard it many, many times over and over from like the same people and they're like, I just like still haven't started. And I feel this way about so many things, like even like the cold plunges. I'm always talking about how I want to do that. And I'm like, I haven't started yet, even though I've been talking about it for many months. But I think that just initial leap to get started in something is so scary. But every time if you think back in your life that you actually like jumped in and got started, you know that you succeeded so much more than the times that you thought about something planned something and never actually went and did it so that's just kind of what my like thought process was behind this one was like i want to just do more than i say so next one on my list is kind of a scary one to talk about so take this with a grain of salt and i just want to have like an open conversation about it because i feel like i haven't heard a lot of people talk about it before but 
I know that we've all heard about like toxic positivity and honestly I don't even really know what that means like I'm actually gonna look that up just so I know toxic positivity okay yes it's exactly what I thought it was but I just wanted to make sure we define toxic positivity as the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy optimistic state across all situations I like this I feel like toxic positivity can definitely be something that we need to look out for because you know like if someone is sugarcoating so many things it's actually something else I wrote on my list was like sugarcoating things where we pretend like everything is perfect or we pretend on screen maybe in a YouTube channel that life is just great and we never struggle and then behind the scenes we're struggling but it's hard when you're watching somebody's life and you start to compare your own life so that's where I feel like toxic positivity maybe would play a role in my life like with comparison but that's actually not what I was getting at for my like trend that I need to go. What I was getting at is I feel like in the wellness space, there could almost be like a toxic positivity niche right there. Like I even have to be wary of this because obviously if I'm niching my podcast and my YouTube videos around wellness and fitness because I love talking about it and I'm obviously certified in personal training. So I feel like this topic is something that I have a lot to say about. So obviously most of my videos are going to be like this, but I always try to make it very clear that this is a 20 minute video out of a 2000 minute week. That math might be very off, but you know, I always try and bring like that reality to my platforms at least, but I feel like in the wellness space, it's really scary that it's just like you can never show exactly your life. Like we're not going to film for 24 hours. We're not going to go on live for 24 hours. So I think that idea that like your niche or everything you post on social media is just your life. Because as viewers, someone like me that watches social media, consumes podcasts, we have to remember that we're just watching such a small little glimpse and I just think specifically like the wellness and fitness world of this, this is where it can be like toxic because you don't want to make your whole life fitness, you know? That's something that I've been learning about with fitness is that we have to have those off switches because those rest days, those rest days for our like headspace, our mindset, we need those moments to recharge to be able to go back at it the next day and have our full energy because again like you can't pour from an empty cup i know i use that analogy all the time but it's my favorite one because it's very true so we have to have this well-rounded routine we have to be focusing on our friendships in our life we have to focus on our fuel that we're putting into our bodies we have to focus on our mental health our physical health our family our cleanliness of our space our cleanliness of our body and like I think anyone who is on this journey to like better themselves probably gets overwhelmed just as much as I do I'll be the first one to admit that I get so overwhelmed in my life and I feel like it's crazy that I have this podcast that people take so much advice from me when I don't have my life together and I I think that actually is why people take my advice because I'll be open to that and if there's a struggle that happens along the way like I want to share it with you guys as best as I can and be as open as I possibly can be without oversharing. Little side note, this was actually a funny conversation I had with my friend Lindsay. We were talking and I was like, sometimes I get reviews on my podcast that's like, oh my gosh, she is the most open influencer I've ever watched. Like she'll just give these exact situations in her life. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard anyone share that much. 
And I'll just like read that and I'm like, oh God, like, what do you, like, what situation are we talking about? Can we go back to that? Because I'm like, did I forget to edit something out? Um, I'm just kidding. I know that I'm open with you guys, but I feel like a lot of the people I watch on social media are so open that I just feel like it's normal. Like I'm definitely not the only one that opens up. But back to what I was saying, I feel like that toxic positivity could very well be portrayed on social media with wellness or even like a what I eat in a day video. I've definitely held back on posting these because I know I love recipes and I like watching these videos, but it's just so scary to think that someone's going to watch this one 30 second TikTok or one YouTube video where I'm intending it to have this inspiration for recipes and give some ideas or maybe show that life is hectic and we can do quick and easy recipes but obviously someone could watch it and be like oh my gosh she eats this every single day and maybe that specific day I had a lot of nutrients or that specific day I went out to eat a lot and maybe went to fast food which we always do but it's just like I can't film every single day what I'm eating so there'll never be a video that shows exactly what I eat you know what I mean and I don't want there to be like I don't need anybody watching what I eat any more than I do which I don't you know, like I have mentioned this many times, I'm an intuitive eater and intuitive liver, liver, is that a word? Intuitive living. I live my lifestyle intuitively and that not only with food, but just everything, it's hard to show all of that. So we just have to keep that in mind and I'll be keeping that in mind and not letting this toxic positivity, wellness culture online kind of take over. My next one is actually not a wellness trend, but I had to throw it in here. The word chuggy. Hunter and I actually do use this word a lot, just like as funny. Well, I do. It's so negative. I need it out of my life because this word specifically holds me back so much. I can't even explain it to you guys. Like maybe because I post my life online and there's a lot of judgment online. So it scares me to be quote unquote chooky or I'll like love something. And then I go on TikTok and I am scrolling and I get this TikTok that pops up and it's like all the chuggy things for 2023. And it's like five things that I wear every day. So I think that's the issue with me with the word chuggy is that it makes me feel negative. Also, it's very mean to if you ever like use it towards someone else. I never do that. But Hunter and I do say the word a lot because I think it's just like funny. I don't know. The second I heard the word, it stuck in my brain and now I use it all the time. If I'm FaceTiming my friend Katie, I'll be like, oh, I want to do this for my bachelorette party. But is it chuggy? And I'm like, stop. It, if I like it initially, it's not chuggy. So yeah. The next one, I feel like I might have talked about this before, but I honestly don't remember. I don't like clickbaity titles. I think that the job that I do is so like honestly exhausting, like trying to think of titles, trying to think of titles that are very accurate to what you're going to watch like on a podcast. If you're going to click on the podcast, I want it to be about the topic or YouTube video or, you know, even TikToks. And it's just a very big thing in my industry to like have the titles and you want to know what titles people search for so that your videos can be discovered and all these things that you could go so far into it. There's people who study this. There's people who charge people to do this for their videos. Like it's a whole world. I'm not kidding. I've never been able to dive into it because it's just exhausting to me. But specifically the trend that I need to get out of my life is the clickbaity titles. It's very unfortunate, but I feel like the titles on social media that almost perform well or have the wow factor so people click are the toxic ones. Like more people are probably going to click on a video that's like, I don't even want to say anything because I don't want to trigger anyone because there's all actually a lot of like triggering titles that people can use just to get people to click on the video. And 
I've heard of people like using a toxic title and then having the video be more positive and like the complete opposite. So it's kind of like back and forth, like it's almost tricking people to click on it so that they can talk about something better, you know? I don't know. I'll give a slight example. Like I'm obviously not going to talk about anyone specifically, but this is just one that I've seen so much online. Like I know that you guys will know exactly when I say this, that you've seen it a million times, but it'll be like, a workout video and it'll be like get abs in one week if you do this video five times a week you're gonna get abs in one week that genuinely doesn't make sense like take this as advice this is coming from a personal trainer there's no video that you could do for one week that would get you abs and it's not even the time frame even if that video was do this for three months and get a six-pack that's not realistic that's not a factual title because Every single human body is different. Every fitness routine is so unique for each person and the nutrition involved. And just there's so much that goes into like that quote unquote six pack or whatever it is. Like it'll even be like do this exercise to run a quicker mile. Like, you know, like there's all these things. And I have to say, I don't want you guys to get mixed up and say that it's the workout that I'm saying is ineffective. It could be the best workout in the world and it might very much help your core or very much help your endurance to run a six minute mile one day. But I'm just saying they, the clickbait of having the end goal, like in the title and a timeline, like all these things, that's where it becomes a clickbait title. And it's like, they want you to think that's true. It should honestly be illegal. Like it's literally just like lying. It's false marketing. And I'm pretty sure I studied this in a nutrition class in college that there's certain things you can't say or like claims you can make in marketing if it's not true or something like that or if it's not backed i don't know exactly but i just feel like i remember hearing something about this in a class about like labels or i don't know you guys can fact check me on that but it should honestly be like that for youtube because it can be harmful like especially to our mindset like if you're gonna watch this video and do this workout every day for a week and expect to see these huge results at the end and then you feel sad towards yourself because you didn't hit that goal or you don't see the results that it was promising you or you had these high expectations then you feel like crap and I feel like we've all maybe been here at some point like especially when you first started on your wellness journey and that's so sad to me because even thinking about myself feeling that way if I go a whole week with sticking to a goal that I set if I say I want to do this quick five minute ab workout every day at the end of my workouts and add it in and I do that every single day and then I still feel negative because I didn't hit the goal, that's so negative to me. Like that's so sad because that's not why I work out. I don't work out for the satisfaction of hitting the goal. I work out because I wanna be healthy. And I honestly have refrained for a while from saying like, oh, this is just my opinion on goals and we can all have different goals. Yes, 100%. Everyone can have their own goals. I'm not here to say that you shouldn't set xyz goals or be specific you know everybody's different and like something that makes me feel uncomfortable towards myself and like the goals i set for myself might not be negative for you and it might actually really help you because there's different styles of motivation which i've talked about and i can go even way deeper in a podcast episode about motivation styles to help you guys kind of find the one that works for you but i do think that beyond just that initial goal that initial reason that gets you to the gym we should all have the goal in our heads that we're doing this, we're doing this wellness journey, we're learning about fitness, we're trying to motivate ourselves, become the best version of ourselves as a preventative measure to have a healthier life. We wanna live a long life. We want to be as healthy as we can possibly be 
and live a lifestyle that is energized and fulfilling and happy. We want our minds to be healthy, can't speak, and we want our bodies to be physically healthy. And I think that's very important. Like I will make that statement. (laughs) I stand behind it that I think everyone should have that goal to care about your health. And even if you don't care, like if you're like, I kind of wish I cared, I just don't. That's okay. Like, don't beat yourself up because you don't care. You know, it's very hard to spark a passion if you don't feel passionate about something. But my one tip to you, if you are sitting there and you feel like I don't care, I just don't. It's not something that I'm interested in, which I find hard to believe if you are on this podcast. So give yourself credit, but just learn more. I think knowledge is power. And when we learn about something, it's hard to unlearn it and it's hard to ignore it once we learn about fitness or nutrition or the benefits of living a happy healthy physical life i think that will help spark that motivation in you so that's today's episode i have one more little segment if you guys are new here i like to give a journal prompt at the end of my episodes because i love journaling i journal in the morning with my coffee not every day but i try like that's actually one thing that i'd say is the most consistent thing in my lifestyle that has really helped me just become more in tune with myself and my emotions and yeah so the journal prompt today is 10 things I do well and the reason why I put this journal prompt and I didn't think of this journal prompt a lot of the time I'll like search journal prompts on Pinterest and find ones that I like to share with you guys or I'll come up with them but it's just hit or miss I really liked this one because I feel like throughout the day it's so easy to think of things we're not good at like I feel like Hunter's so annoyed of me by now I feel like (laughs) the way I start conversations every day is like I need to stop doing this or I need to be better about this and then it'll like spark a conversation and he's like babe seriously stop like you're fine you don't need to constantly be like fixing things or like focus on all these things that you quote unquote don't do well because that's just not the way that I promote wellness to you guys and like that's just not the way that I would talk to my friends or talk to you guys the way that I like talk to myself so I think it would be nice to just like write a list of things that we actually do well and focus on that. So that's my journal prompt this week. But thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode or watching it on YouTube if you guys are watching it right now. I'm really excited to start this YouTube channel for Not Your Typical and just do more in-person FaceTime-esque chats. But even if you only are listening on Apple or Spotify or Google Music, you know, that's okay. We can just be on the phone instead of FaceTime. They're both great options. So Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you and I hope you guys have the best day. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 